For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Panel. It is 10.25 and the panel this morning is a special one, slightly different. Uh, We're going to focus in on one sport and one event, which of course is uh, the NPC, Bunnings NPC, which has caught a final stage this weekend with four intriguing clashes. Uh, and uh, to help us uh, work our way through them will be um, legendary Sky Sport commentator and media personality extraordinaire Tony Johnson uh, and Ben Castle, of course, who uh, is a former Bay of Plenty player, is involved uh, with rugby on a number of levels. So both well-qualified, well-versed uh, as well. Uh, ben uh, is um, also, of course, uh, commentating, I would imagine. He might have one of these games. Uh, so uh, first of all, TJ, if I, I can talk to you. Very good morning to you. Um, I look at these quarterfinals and I see each of these teams are playing each other for the second time. Uh, does that mean they've got the format right or wrong? Yeah, morning, Smithy. It, it is a bit of a, to, to me, a, a bit of an anomaly. Um, I think the new format, I haven't heard a lot of criticism of it. I, I know um, there were critics of the old format with the premiership and the championship. I thought it was OK, but, uh, you know, the promotion relegation. But this one seems to have uh, gone through largely. There, I think there'll be a bit of a surprise to find that when you get to the quarterfinal stage, you will be replaying a team that you've already played against, not a crossover. I'm not quite sure what the reasons for that are. Uh, they'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll have a reason for it. Uh, and so the crossover doesn't come till semi-finals time. Well, I would imagine, uh, Ben Castle, one of the things they tried to guard against was um, all four semi-finalists coming out of uh, the same the same group, uh, so to speak. I, I, I guess they, they try to achieve that, but it does seem uh, a wee bit odd. But overall, to this point, been a success? Oh, haven't got Ben there. He's speechless, Smithy. He's speechless. I have quite often have that effect on people, Tony, as you well know. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> shall, we, shall we start with you then, uh, Shall we start with you, TJ, um, whilst we try and uh, race? Yes, uh, there are uh, not too many other options at this point, mate. North Harbour, Auckland, I imagine, uh, because it's about uh, eight kilometres from your house, uh, I would imagine you're calling this one Friday night? No, I'm actually going down to Christchurch uh, this weekend, Smithy. I, I, I'd um, be tempted to go along and watch it, actually. I, to me, this is, uh, this is one of, I, I think we've got, you know, four mouthwatering quarterfinals, all for different reasons. But obviously, uh, you bring in that sort of battle of the bridge element. They played in the first game of the season. I think North Harbour have come through and been a shining light in this competition. To me, they've got the best back three in in the business uh, at MPC level. We got Sean Stevenson, who at this level is uh, almost you know uncontrollable. You've got Tavita Lee. Mark Tillier, two excellent wingers. Lee's just come back and shooting the lights out since coming back from overseas. He's obviously loving being back playing in, um, uh, in, in the NPC. So that makes them a really dangerous team. I'm hearing that they haven't put the teams out. I, I suppose one of the things that we'll be looking at this weekend is, uh, you know, what All Blacks, you know, are they going to deign to release for these important provincial matches? And I'm hearing... 
uh, just uh, unofficially that um, a couple of All Blacks will be allowed to play for uh, Auckland. Uh, Patrick Tuipulotu, I, I imagine, very much needs some game time. And Akira Ioane, uh, I'm not hearing Roger Tuivasa Sheik at this stage, but that that um, will all come out in the fullness of time. So they'll have, they've looked to, to bolster up their forward pack. And they'll need to, too, because I, I think Harbour are a very dangerous team. And, and Auckland have been inconsistent. And this is uh, on the back of uh, Auckland winning way back on the 6th of August, 36-26 uh, uh, in the first edition of the Battle of the Bridge. So, uh, ben, uh, ben Castle, we've got you, hopefully, yes? Yeah, I'm here, Smithy. Good morning. Good on you, man. Uh, oh, we were just talking about uh, the format right now with uh, each one of these uh, sides in the quarterfinal having played each other um, already in the in the NPC uh, competition, would you have a definitive as to why um, they're doubling up again instead of crossing over? Well, no. I thought it went to a straight league table, and I thought that would have been the natural way to look at it. In one plays eight, and we go to a um, a league, but the the powers that be um, have come up with this concept, and, and maybe it actually adds a little bit more spice to it. I mean, we get a double up with Bayapreni and uh, Waikato again, but um, I was surprised though, TJ, that you thought that most, we've got the top eight in there and no, no beloved Tasman. Well, that yeah, was that's a, bit a pretty of a cheap shot coming quite early with uh, Ben. I was sort of <laughs> thinking you might hold back on that till towards the end of it. And look, and, and it's not, not just them. I think Otago um, are a, a province that I would have expected to see in the top eight. Tasman just haven't had a great run though, under new coaching staff. I, I mean, all of the teams have had injuries, but they have had a bit of a, a, a catalogue, um, you know, not making excuses. They just haven't been consistent enough. And I think the consistent teams are the ones that have been rewarded. And I think, you know, you look at Wellington, the way they've come through the pack, and, and that's yeah. the key to it. But, yeah, I'll, I'm with you. It's, 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 a, it's a bit of a strange uh, way of going about it. But, I mean, as I say, they'll have their reasons. They will have yeah. their reasons. Um, we will um, talk about the remaining three matches uh, when we come back from this news break, fellas. If you can stay with us, that would be mighty fine. It is uh, 10.31 and here is lovely Aroha with the news. The panel. TJ, Tony Johnson with us this morning, as is uh, Ben Castle, as we uh, look at uh, the quarterfinals coming up this weekend in the NPC beginning Friday night. Uh, we've covered uh, North Harbour, Auckland, but hard to pick that one. Um, with Tony, I think uh, Harbour at home might be a very tough proposition. Uh, 2.05, Saturday afternoon. Uh, Wellington having taken the shield off uh, Hawke's Bay. Uh, don't have to defend it this time round, but they do have to uh, defend their home patch, Ben Castle. How do you see this one going? Oh, I've been very impressed with uh, Wellington. I mean, they're now going into this um, seven from nine. The last seven games they've been outstanding, so they've got all the momentum. And, and you could have maybe picked that counties may have been a bit of a banana skin for them. They may have gone up knowing that they were um, more or less secured and probably probably put in one of those Wellington performances we've seen in the past. But they just uh, demolished them, really. And I think they're... The way they're going about their work at the moment, their forward pack especially, they're, um, they've got a really engaged squad. You can see that because they're mixing up their selections. Going up against Hawke's Bay again, I, I think uh, Wellington will be too strong. Hawke's Bay on the road, I think, will be a... They'll be up for it, there's no question. I think it'll be a big battle up front um, the, between these two teams. There'll be a bit of bit of feeling around that Ramfilly Shield uh, going south uh, a couple of weeks back away from Hawke's Bay, so... I am picking Wellington for that one. I think they've just got a bit more, a bit more firepower and a bit more at home and a bit more left in the tank right now. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, you mentioned Tony uh, All Black availability. I would imagine Falau uh, Fokatava will be uh, back uh, available for Hawks Bay, as he was last weekend, but came off the bench. Uh, Dane Coles might get an outing um, for, from uh, a Wellington point of view, but won't be greatly affected, I think, by those returns. So probably for Wellington Hawks Bay is what we've seen is what we'll get. Yeah, I, I've got to say, uh, the way Wellington have come through the pack, I, I, they've had a tremendous season. What they have got is, a, they have got, I know it's a cliche, but they've got a great mix of, of experience and exciting young talent. And I mean, you, you know, guy like having a guy like Dominic Bird uh, in the middle of your pack, you know, you've got the likes of Julian Savia in, in your back line, uh, Garden Bashit, players like that, you know, they've, been around, um, and then you've got the young guys coming through, like Riley Higgins. Uh, Peter Luckey, I think, had a tremendous season. Just what mm. he, the explosive power that he gives them off the back of the scrum. Um, and so they they have to start as favourites, being at home. But you know what a perfect opportunity for Hawks Bay to avenge their shield loss. To me, um, you know they have done pretty well. Uh, a lot of teams after losing the Shield, they might have fallen away, but they've gutsed it out. They, they got a, a very valuable win last week. They had to, to work hard for it, and that's got them in uh, to, to the top four. And so they'll, they'll just think of this as an all or nothing. Uh, just a little warning for Wellington. Uh, be very careful about where you give away penalties because Hawks Bay, their line-out drive is outstanding. Even though they haven't got Ash um, Dixon there on the tow bar, uh, <laughs> They've got you know, a couple of very good hookers there, one of whom I would expect to see on the uh, the end-of-year New Zealand 15 tour, Thompson. Uh, he's been excellent. But, um, yeah, to, to me, I think Wellington have to start as favourites, but just be wary of, of, of the wounded Hawkeyes. I, I totally uh, I totally agree. Uh, 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 I think they've still got their very best performance, although they defended very, very well against Tasman last week at times. I think they've still got their best performance uh, this year in front of them, Hawks Bay. Might see it, might have to see it. Uh, TJ, as you said, you're uh, off to Christchurch at the weekend, which means you will be on duty for uh, Canterbury, uh, who will be very warm favourites to to beat one of the, the really good stories of this NPC, Northland. Yeah, it's a great story, Northland. Um, you know, you think you, you lose a player of the ability of Scott Gregory, um, what he brings out of your back line, but in the end it's turned out to be a pretty good swap, hasn't it? I mean, Morby has uh, just added another dimension. He's a really, he's a quality player. What I like about Northland, they've got some gnarly old veterans, you know, you can chuck them into the mix, uh, Wright and Ranger and guys like that. They, they've always, it's always been a bit of a hallmark of uh, Northland rugby. They play with an you know, devil-made-care sort of attitude. Um, they'll they'll give the ball some air. I just think Canterbury, though, they're just so efficient. It uh, doesn't matter who they've got on the park. Uh, they're very powerful. The set piece is very strong. Uh, you know, Northland will have to try and do something to disrupt that. Uh, and, you know, just the, the, the being at the business in so many times doesn't matter who's wearing what jersey. Uh, you'd have to go um, with Canterbury. Um, they'd have to start as favourites, but I, I just think Northland, can, they can afford to just go down there and give it everything. Yeah, I think they will, Tony. I, I really do think they will. Uh, uh, they will, and of course, for, for them, Ben, um, this is uh, the last uh, year for George Cornier, who's uh, done pretty well with him. He's heading back to Hawke's Bay, I believe. Uh, but uh, it is a tough mountain. Uh, anyone that goes to Christchurch uh, knows they've got to be better than their best at times. Oh, absolutely, and I, I think that actually plays into 
um, the opposition who travels to Christchurch in their heads as much as they will say, and we've heard uh, Matt Moulds and we've heard others say that they're going to throw everything at Canterbury and they're just another team. It is still that lingering, uh, I wouldn't say doubt, but there's a lingering feeling that this is going to be, you know, we are, you're right, Smith, they're going to have to be at our best, if not better, than we've done all season. But there is, they, they do have that belief, and we've seen that through the, the campaign of Northland. Like they, the expectations of them are sometimes not as high across the country, but they believe a lot in themselves. And I think Marty Veal, his return back, he's put a lot of steel into that forward pack. And even though they've had a couple of injuries, they've managed to hold on to the right guys at the right time. And they've, you know, there's a performance against Wellington here uh, uh, at a Park where they just dismantled Wellington through defence and through belief and through a, a bit of steel, like you mentioned, TJ, some of that experience and a little bit of youth. So... They will throw everything at it, but the Canterbury machine under Marty Burke, I think, has just pulled the group together really well um, down there. I think they'll be, they will be, they'll be too efficient, they'll be too accurate, uh, too strong, and the likes of you, that loose forward trio down there. We well, can name all of them. I mean, they've got so so much depth, so it'll be too, too big a mountain, I think, for Northland this time. Yeah, well, I'm with you both on on that one. I do believe, but a good story nonetheless. Uh, Waikato. Uh, Bop, Bay of Plenty, the Bay, as they now uh, deserve to be called. Uh, ben Castle, uh, you were there uh, last weekend. Um, one hell of a comeback by Waikato, just by the by. Bay of Plenty will be smarting from that because they, uh, at one point they would be thinking they'll be playing this game um, at uh, in, in Tauranga, and they're not. They have to travel back over the Kaimais to get this job done. How do you see this one? Yeah, well, this, that that match it was a fascinating match at the end there. I think they plenty just ran out of out of gas. They were at the end of their storm week, and some of their substitutions came on, and they just didn't have quite the desperation, desire, and power that the that the Waikato pack brought on. So oh, this is going to be a, a really good battle. Bay of Plenty talking to Mike Delaney after that match, he said we don't actually mind travelling. Um, as much as you can say that, it would be nice to be at home. He said, you know, we, we've had a good look at them. We get a good rest now. Um, we've just got to get the ball in the hands of Caleb Prask. Uh, he's playing out some outstanding rugby at 10. Uh, Imoni Narawa will be back uh, in the backfield, so that'll help them. And I think their forward pack at the moment just has an edge. If they can keep them on a bit longer. They made some substitutions a bit early, and the uh, Waikato pack started to get stuck into them. Uh, but in saying that, Waikato at home, um, the cowbell's going. Anton Leonard-Brown potentially a return, probably from the bench, if anything. So it's, it, it'll be a great battle of the Kaimos, there's no question. But I will put Bo Plenty as a winner of that. Trask has been brilliant. Uh, he was sensational last week um, and has been throughout the season. Uh, and has, has the, as has the return at times of uh, Damien McKenzie as well. So the tens will be the key to this, TJ. Uh, and also, uh, with a view to the, the team you mentioned before, the uh, All Black 15, a couple of genuine candidates there? Oh, most certainly. Uh, and you think of a, a guy like, you know, Balin Sullivan, what a great year he's had. Um, you know, that, that's one name that just sort of leaps out of it. Um, you know, uh, Manaki Selby Ricketts, a guy I've, I've always thought had the potential to be an all-black lock. It hasn't quite been realised yet, but, you know, these are the occasions where, you know, you need guys like that uh, to stand up. I mean, if they if they come up with that second-row combination, he and Sangster, I, I really like that. Um, but they look so even, these teams, and they've got sort of similar talents and similar positions, which makes it all the more intriguing. Um, Bay of Plenty, obviously... 
the key to them is if they've got to come back from the setback of, of blowing a winning lead um, or, or allowing a winning lead to slip. So that word blowing gets used a bit too often, but they've got to come back from the setback of that. And, and regardless of what they say, having to be the ones, you know, travelling on the bus, there has to be, a, you know, just a little bit of a psychological uh, factor in there. But I, I, to me, this just, um, it's, a, it's a little bit like the Friday night game, Smithy. Uh, it, it, it's quite hard to pick a winner. And I, the only thing I'd say is that from the word go, Waikato looked like a team to me that were hell-bent on, you know, let's just not make this a flash in the pan. Let's, let's you know, do a good job of, you know, being defending champions here. And, you know, they've been, they've been good all season. Uh, I'm, I'm going to actually go against uh, the old mate Ben on this one. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I think Waikato at home might just be a bit strong. But as I say, I think this is... Uh, this is the hardest game of the lot to pick. This is an unpredictability, unpredictability factor about the North Harbour Auckland game, which makes that fascinating. But to me, this is the match of the whole round. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Um, good calling this weekend. Um, I'm lucky enough to be heading to the Hawke's Bay game, so I've got a vested interest in that. But uh, I shall see you around the traps uh, in the weeks ahead. Uh, thank you very much, uh, TJ, and to Ben Castle. Uh, as well for being part of our panel this morning. We shall have uh, another one tomorrow morning. Travel safely, guys, and thank you. Thanks very much, buddy. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.